3: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
2: Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
3: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to the after party. Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Here with me is Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis. If you are listening in audio platforms, we appreciate you joining us again for another episode of the Steelers preview. It's a little bit different if it's your first time watching on YouTube, BTSC Steelers Radio or listening We kind of go off the cuff here a little bit. We do start off talking about the Steelers, talking about football, and then who knows where we go from there. This is a fun show, so sit back, relax, and let's get it started. I have a question for you guys. My question to start things off to get the ball rolling is there's always been players for me. I love watching football. We all love watching football, all three of us. There's always been players that I've seen on other teams that I said, my gosh, that guy would look great in black and gold, just would be a perfect Steeler. My question is for you all. Who are some of the players that would fall into that category?
0: Go ahead, Brian, you can start off. I've got two. Sure. The first one's an obvious one. It's number 13, Dan Marino. Okay. That's, that's really easy. Yeah. Uh, The next one, you guys are probably going to be shocked with me in this one, but. I would have loved to have seen Rob Gronkowski as a Pittsburgh Steeler.
3: That's a guy. I never, actually I never thought of one.
0: that one. I never thought of that one. I Absolutely. think he would have been a perfect tight end for that team. He'd be a perfect tight end
3: for any team. He's yeah. a freaking monster. Um, Those are good. Those are really good. Dave, what,
1: who would you? Got? I'm, I've got to cover up the live chat because they're throwing up too much. Because <laughs> there, was one that, there was one there that I thought was really good, uh, which was – with the pit connection, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. That would be That's good. a great one. Yeah, For really me cool. personally, my my favorite player that that I ever had that wasn't a Steeler. I'm not saying he's my all-time right. favorite player. I'm thinking he's my favorite player who wasn't Steeler. Right. Was Mike Alstott because he was just a big, bruising fullback slash running back because they had the them both. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I still have the jersey up in my closet and I wish it still fit me. And he would just run people over. And I'm like, run people over? That sounds like Steeler football to me.
3: I'm going to surprise you guys a lot. This is a division rival, okay? And uh, you guys might laugh. I just think he would have been a ton of fun to write about. He would have been a ton of fun to watch every week. He was super talented. I think he was a little misunderstood, And that's one Chad Cinco Johnson. (laughs) Because people forget how good he was. He was a tactician in terms of route running. He had great hands. He always had the ability. He was an ego guy. You know, and that's, I understand that. But my gosh, was he funny. Ike Taylor was on the Pat McAfee show this past week. And he talked about how the game, they asked him kind of more or less, what do you think's changed about the game? He said, the game's not as fun now as it used to be. He said, they let the guy celebrate his Chad Johnson would literally send us Pepto Bismol in the mail to our facility leading up to a Steelers game. You, you don't have that anymore. He said, there's no, there's no fun like that, that the personalities have certainly been dulled a lot in terms of off the field. Chad Johnson was, he was that mouth, you know, he was the guy that you love to have on your team, but everyone else hated him. And when the Steelers played Chad Johnson, I mean, I would always laugh at him, you know, Kiss the baby, all that stuff. It was hysterical. It was so fun. I love Chad Johnson. And I watched the um a football life on him and I was like, this is he's such a persona. I've always admired guys that have that persona. He never took it to Deion Sanders level, though. Like that was that was a thing for me. I don't know. You guys might disagree. No. I've always Chad right. Johnson for me was a lot of fun. And I like that he made football fun. Everything is so serious all the time with football. In the NFL, everything's so serious. You can't say anything. Don't say anything no, to me. Be quiet. No bulletin board. Chad Johnson said, I'll take your bulletin board material and shove it where the sun don't shine. I'm going to send the Steelers defensive backs Pepto Bismol in the mail. Talk about bulletin. That's that's great. That is so Do you remember
0: his chart in his locker with all the defensive backs? I know. (laughs) Ike Taylor was on there twice. You don't
3: have the fun like that anymore. Who's the last guy in the NFL you can think of that had remotely that much fun playing the game, enjoying the media, and stuff like that? Anyone? Cricket, cricket. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking. I like the fact that he had fun playing the game, and that's not a problem. I don't I have no problem with that whatsoever. Oh, I mean, wasn't not he still
1: every- trying to get in the XFL as a kicker? He, didn't show, yes. up for his, he yes. didn't
3: show up for his tryout. He didn't show up for his tryout. I don't yeah. know why. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, that,
1: did didn't they give him an extra point eventually, or was that in a preseason game? No, he did.
3: I think it was preseason. You're thinking yeah. of Flutie. Flutie got to do oh, no, a drop Fl- kick in a, drop a real kick. game,
1: but no, because Ocho Cinco always talked about wanting to kick, always wanted to kick.
3: What well, so. did you see? The extra point he kicked,
1: I mean, um, it, it was it was, it was Yeah, he
3: yeah, it was not a Dave Schofield special. I mean, that thing was <laughs> doo, right down yeah, the middle. Yeah, that
1: that might have been like a twenty-three year old Dave Schofield special.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I always loved I'm trying to think of other players. Um, you tend to go to positions that the Steelers might have lacked, like Brian said. Rob Gronkowski. I always admired Antonio Gates. You know, give me the athletic tight end that you can just throw it up to in the red zone and then they're going to get it. And someone in the live chat said, um, Tony Gonzalez, who's a similar way. Is there anyone else you guys are coming to the top of your head of players you wish played for the Steelers? Dave, anyone?
1: Well, if you want to talk about about even making a different draft pick for this to happen, if uh, the Steelers would have passed on Joshua Dobbs and instead drafted George Kittle, who was available at the time oh, and some people wanted them to take. Uh yeah. that would be kind of nice right now. So, but that's just that's just throwing out somebody that's still playing right now. Well, of course Larry Fitzgerald's still playing now, too, but
0: yeah. Well, if I can ask you this, um and I have said this for a while and this is before that uh before someone else came along, but who's your favorite non-stealer right now in the league? Hmm hmm favorite do you have one brian well i had a guy before his brother tj came along but jj watt i used to love and i that's the guy that i remember one of my buddies over at steeler central looked at me and said we need this guy from wisconsin jj watt and you know he he flew up the draft boards and i believe the texans got him at number 11 but ever since he said that, I I started paying attention to to bot, and I always loved the way he played, and I would love to see, I, I would love to see a guy like that in black and gold. And now we have a guy like that in black and gold, his brother, um, okay. who is just playing fantastic. And now, um, I love Rosie Nix, but if uh, you ever needed a free agent uh, fullback. Derek Watts available as well.
3: <laughs> yeah, I saw that in your article. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. We could have a Watt connection, mm-hmm. but nah, we'll see. I don't think so with Rosie's contract. Dave, what about you? Favorite player, not Steeler?
1: Favorite player, not Steeler. Well, it's really difficult to go with anyone definitely in division. And I still even go difficult. To AFC. <laughs> I was going to say it's really even difficult to go in conference. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Go ahead and go 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 ahead and answer yours, so I could so I could really sort. I think story.
3: about players that I just like to watch. You know, yeah. I I don't have any like favorite player outside of the Steelers. Like I love to watch Russell Wilson play football. Yes. He's, he's just fun to watch. Someone brought up, a, I was going to say this, a Christian McCaffrey. I mean, my mm-hmm. goodness, that guy does it all. He literally does it all. Um, I I just admire somebody uh, Saquon Barkley. You Watch him run the football. It's it's just fun to watch. Um, you could even go over to the defensive side. There's several defensive players like J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, and players that you don't necessarily get to see all the time, but uh, are really, really good. And hey, give it up to guys like Patrick Mahomes too. You know, I mean, they're they're fun to watch. I'm, I'm not rooting for him, obviously, if it has anything to do with the Steelers, but really, really fun to watch. Dave, you thought of one yet?
1: Yeah, well, because the other person that I kind of won, I was going to, I was thinking Mahomes, but even another one. I hate to go AFC, but um, uh, Deshaun Watson. I I, I want to see him do well. I feel like I feel like he's a good guy, a good player. Um, they. I'm glad he didn't go to Cleveland. I'm glad he didn't. I mean, but I still think he was good enough to to go up up in the top of that draft. So I was kind of pulled for him because he was that guy, um, especially when his when his coach, you know, lobbied so hard for him to say, "Hey, anyone who passes on him is going to regret it." I I want to see him live up to it
0: well you know what look to uh, the same college and his teammate um that that uh wide receiver of his i just forgot his <laughs> name hopkins deandre hopkins deandre hopkins i love watching play yeah those are all good
3: um i have some other questions unless you guys have something you guys want to go
0: yeah yeah oh, let, okay. me, let me okay. throw okay. one out there go brian So we talked about uh, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, and one of the things that he's known for is his mouth. Yes. Who is the greatest mouth in Pittsburgh Steelers history?
3: Oh, that's easy.
0: Is anyone going to say anyone but Joey Porter? Joey
1: Porter.
3: (laughs) Do you have someone else in mind, Brian? I was going to go with Lee Flowers. Oh, paper champion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: (laughs) Joey's one of the best. Joey's one Joey of the was
3: the best. He got into a fist fight before a Cleveland game, which, by the way, James Harrison thanks him for. I'm sure every time they see him, I it. thank him for. It. Reed says Greg Lloyd, Mike Mitchell, Ezra. Yeah, oh, I don't like to bring up Mike Mitchell. He was a mouth,
0: that. but that mouth got him in trouble. Um, yeah, but oh. you know, Lethon Flowers, Paper Champions, and that guy—he was mouthing off every single week, and he and uh, he and Joey were on the same team at one point. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, they were. Before but it then then you, but, but the
1: thing with Joey Porter is he 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 backed it up. He did. He did. Was it? He was it? Was it, was it? Anthony Smith? Was that the name of the guy that? Yeah. Anthony Smith
3: was the guarantee in New England. Yeah, yeah. So
1: and then he just bad. fell off the map. <laughs> People There's always a say, good
3: one. There's a good one. What's that? Ryan, Ryan Clark?
1: Clark. Did he really
3: talk a lot? People I, always I talk about Heinz Ward with his, you know, Heinz Ward, uh, his rule, the Heinz Ward crackback rule. People forget they put a rule in for Joey Porter, and that was the like, players Moco are not allowed to game. go past the forty-five <laughs> yeah. before kickoff. They can't go past the forty-five yard line unless it's you know it's two guys that are just going to go shake hands and talk whatever. But players and they're not allowed to warm up. There's like a ten-yard buffer, forty-five to forty-five, and that's that's the Joey Porter rule because in Cleveland that's when he yep. they were walking to the fifty and he's got his jersey up showing his abs and he's John next you know fists or William Green.
0: Yep. Yep. He cracked William Green too. <laughs> he really did. Joey got shot in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and remember, remember when uh they beat they beat uh, Indianapolis, and I love the locker room talk oh, yeah. when uh Cower says, And will you keep your mouth shut this week, PZ? And he goes, Hell no, they shot me in Denver. We <laughs> run One,
2: two, three, we run. <laughs>
3: I love how Cowers said, "Can you keep your mouth?" And he says, "No,
0: hell no." They (laughs) shot me in Denver.
3: Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, Dave, do you have any questions for this after party? I'm sure you have something.
1: Oh, not not anything very relevant. I was just if we run out of you want to hold
3: that for later. I've got a lot of sports stuff.
1: Well, go with sports stuff because mine has zero to do with sports.
3: Okay, that's fine. Think about any type of sporting event that you attended in person. I want you to think it can be any sport. Okay. Who's the best athlete that you've ever seen participate in their particular sport in person? This was a tough one for me because I've seen some tremendous athletes in their sport in my time. And I want to know if you guys have a player you're like,
0: I might have seen one of the best of the best. Who's that? Brian, we'll start with you. So this is gonna stun a lot of people. Now I have seen I've seen a lot of players in football. I've seen an all-star game in baseball, but I got up close and personal personal at an NBA game once and watch. And this was late in this guy's career, but watching Reggie Miller play was one of the greatest things I've, I've noticed how this guy, there's four seconds left in the game and the game was over and he was going for it. He was, I mean, they were down by five, but he was going for it. He played bell to bell And he was amazing to watch. That's a good one. I never would have thought about that. Dave,
3: what
1: about you? Well, I mean, I could top Brian's, and it's not even my top one. Because I'm not going to count watching Michael Jordan play, because I watched him play when he was a member of the Wizards. No, so that doesn't, count. that doesn't count because I didn't, do it. but you could make the same argument. No, I, I think it counts. <laughs> you could, you could make the same argument with the answer I'm going to say. And this one's the more, the most memorable one from me because I was standing so close to him. I almost got hit with his back swing. So that tells you who I'm going to say one tiger woods mm. that I got to watch him golf and was extremely close to him. when, when on his one shot that he had shanked right over top of my head.
3: There's, there's three players, three athletes that come to mind and I'm going to put them in this order. And some people might say, Jeff, you're absolutely insane. Number three is I got to go to Gund Arena in Cleveland to watch Michael Jordan play the Cleveland Cavaliers when he wore number 45. He had just come out of retirement. They had retired 23 and he had to wear 45, I think for almost an entire season until they allowed him to go back to 23. That was special especially getting to see him in that weird jersey because he just wasn't used to it. (laughs) The second is by far Le Magnifique, Mario Lemieux. Mario was a transcendent player. And I've seen Sidney Crosby, and he's close, but he's not there yet. You saw Lemieux in person? Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah, He's in the same arena all the time. I
1: never saw Lemieux.
3: Watching Mario Lemieux when Yarmar Yaga was on the team was literally a thing of beauty. I get chills just thinking about it when they used to have in the 91, 92 season, when the power play would come on everyone that was around the, the city and that stretched like Wheeling and probably Johnstown for Brian that you all knew what they did. They would hand out those paper fins, the shark fin. And all of a sudden when the power play would come out, you'd hear na na, nah, nah, And everyone put their fin up because that power play with Yager Lemieux Francis, if they wanted, or Kevin Stevens, net front, Larry Murphy in the back end. I mean, oh, it he was, was phenomenal. They were so good. Mario Lemieux was fantastic. In my opinion, the best set of hands I've ever seen on a hockey player. And I did get to see Wayne Gretzky, too. I saw him when they came to the Civic Arena one time. Uh, it was real late in his career. And so he was a, a shell of himself. But still, um, Mario Lemieux, if he didn't have to battle cancer, he didn't battle back issues he was already up on the statistic, statistical level of the greatest ever. He'd be even closer to Gretzky, so keep that in mind. All those people that see Ovechkin passing Lemieux, I'm like, come on, look at the games played. Look at the games played. But by far, the best athlete that I've ever seen in his particular sport, Dave just said, I got to see Tiger Woods. And I got to see Tiger Woods at Firestone when he was in his prime. That was a different Tiger Woods. Ooh, that that would have been a nice. different, Tiger Woods. And I saw Rory, Rory McIlroy win the um, U.S. Open at Congressional in 2011, and that was he he won that by a large margin. We were there on Saturday, round three. But to watch Tiger Woods in his prime, I've never seen anything like it. The dominance in a sport that is not supposed to be dominated was unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't think we'll ever see that again period. So I have
0: not seen him and I I'm bummed that I haven't, you might still have the chance. You might I had him. a chance. He,
3: he just doesn't play that much anymore. That's the problem.
0: I had a chance to see him in 1994 at sunny Hannah country club in Johnstown when he was like 15, 16 years old. And my dad's like, uh, Hey, we should go see this guy play. It's like 10 minutes up the road. And I was like, yeah, I'm busy. And, and cause you know, we knew, all, we knew everything about him then. And I didn't go see him. I did miss one on the list, um, so I'm going to throw it out there. I've yep. seen Hulk Hogan wrestle.
3: No. <laughs> I, Ooh, I, never hey. I never saw him live. I never saw Ooh, him live. I never I saw him live. I never saw him wrong, Brian. Back in the day with wrestling, like when we're talking Macho Man, we're talking Hulk, we're talking about the, the golden age of the WWF. Very rarely did they do the in-ring promos that they did primarily with you know, most of the time, were they not backstage? Did they not have the sets and stuff like that? You know, and then they would come out afterwards because that's when Macho Man would always say, Elizabeth, get down that aisle. And then she would walk down first. Yeah, so,
0: they were recorded way before. With right, right, right.
3: Yeah, I now, it was my favorite era of wrestling was the DX, uh, the rock Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, they, someone called that an era before and I forget what era they called. The it. attitude era, the attitude era that was yep. by far the best, the best, um, era of wrestling for me. And they did all those in ring, the in ring stuff was the, was the greatest because that's when, you know, stone cold, Steve Austin's talking and all of a sudden you hear if you're some and then the crowd just goes nuts or you hear the glass break and stone cold comes stomping out. That was awesome. I did, Don't
0: get me started on wrestling right
3: now because I'm in a wrestling mood. I I, I, love that. I never thought
0: this of you. And we were standing outside of a yogurt shop um, about two years ago, and you started in on wrestling. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you like wrestling. And then I found out Dave liked it. <laughs> it's like, I would do a yeah. whole. I could do an entire wrestling podcast every week. <laughs> yes, yeah. Especially old school stuff. Roddy Piper. I, I saw Roddy Piper fight Ric Flair in 92 in Johnstown um that's cool it was you know stuff like that i i got to i've seen Shawn michaels and the rock and triple h and stone cold i got hit by stone cold's beer once
3: (laughs) i actually worked a lot of those events in wheeling where i'm from uh i was an usher at the civic center and whenever wrestling would come i would work the events and so i I got i got to see a lot of concerts at that venue and one year i got paid to see stone cold uh stunned stunned vince mcmahon on raw and it was recorded, but he stunned. It, it was one of the coolest things. Even as an employee, like I'm just glued. People are probably wondering, where do I sit? I'm like, hey, you figure it out yourself. Come on, I'm watching the wrestling match here. And he came out and stunned Vincent McMahon.
1: That was a great memory. I, I, that was pretty cool.
3: What about yeah. you, Dave? What's your favorite era of wrestling since you're a wrestling guy?
1: All right. Well, of course, I, I started to get back into wrestling in my college days, which was the really fun um, NWO with where with those guys and that was a whole lot of fun especially with the whole thing with uh with Goldberg coming on the scene saw him lose his first match I was there um but it it has to be exactly what you said when it was when it was the rock this this was right before I think 98 99 and 2000 was my three main didn't miss anything ever that was out. That was WWF. I, you know, was at someone's house for every pay per view. I watched every show. Had you know, I had to use the VHS tape sometime to tape every show and watch all of those. So that that's my number one.
3: Okay, I've got to bring this up. Ezra says I'm going to end the wrestling debate. Hulk Hogan's the man, right? The Ultimate Warrior is the goat. No, 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 no. And I'll tell you why. The Ultimate Warrior had no. He had no persona. He had nothing. He came out and shook the ring. They, I mean, you had the cool, dun- 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 dun, and he would just shake the ropes. That's it. I mean, he was the maniac. Don't get me wrong, but he didn't even talk for like the first 10 years of his career. And I,
0: what was it? Was it he did. You don't know what the heck he was saying.
3: <laughs> when was it WrestleMania?
0: <laughs> was when the it WrestleMania? The comes down from the sky the
2: Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Was it WrestleMania three
3: that it was Hulk Hogan versus ultimate warrior six? six? I'm sorry. I saw that on pay-per-view. three was was Andre the giant. You're right. right. That was the Madison square garden. I think that was, I watched that. But but six though, Vince McMahon will still say publicly that one of the best, one of the worst decisions he ever made was giving the ultimate warrior in WrestleMania six, both belts. Because if you remember, he had the intercontinental Hulk Hogan had the heavyweight and he beat Hulk Hogan for both. And he didn't. He didn't hold on to those long because they realized he has no persona, none. That's what wrestling's about.
0: It's about entertainment, not shaking yep. the ropes. <laughs> uh, he, he was something though. I mean, he he was he was incredible to watch. Um, but gosh, he, I could go on forever about this. <laughs> well,
3: I guess, vodka brings up my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and that's Bret the Hitman Hart. My instant, my, a, my instant messenger name was HitmanHart21. And it, it is, <laughs> a part of it was is H-A-R-T because of my last name. Maybe a lot of players in baseball called me the Hitman because Hartman. Um, but I used to put my cousins in the sharpshooter all the time. And no, no,
0: no.
1: I'm great really going to go back. You know what my brother used to do to me all the time? which is yeah, Big bro rich? Know my, yeah, big bro rich. <laughs> you know what he used to do for me until I got to be bigger than him? figure four no iron cheek oh the 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 cable clutch he used to jump on me me and slap me in the cable clutch and hold me there for forever forever we would just be sitting there for a long time you can't break this you can't break this so oh yeah i mean i could
3: i could tell you how many times in high school we walked up to each other and pretended to stun
0: each other Mm -hmm.
3: do the stunner (laughs) Kick him
0: in the groin. <laughs> he he had a uh, he actually had a T-shirt at one time. When you hear the glass, it means your ass. <laughs> of Three sixteen.
1: I mean, how how many times not not even because you didn't like the person or anything. How many times have you guys ever been in a conversation or something with with, with a person and you're just like, how great would it be right now that I could just you know just. Kick them and stun them right now. Just just out of the blue, how, how great it would be. So, I know, no.
3: Be if, like- you know, <laughs> if you know my daytime job, it's all the time.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and, and a great moment one time, I was, I, I think it was either in college or just out of college. We were at the beach and I was standing there up on the sand. My, my sister, who's only a year older than me, so she's younger than my brother, she's standing down in the surf. And my brother turned to me and said, how great would it be if you went and speared her right now? You did the Goldberg spear. <laughs> I didn't even say a word. I just took off running, and she turned right as I got there, and boom, I speared oh her right to the God. ocean. I'm like, oh I could God. never time that again, but it was great.
0: <laughs> that Dave, that's amazing. <laughs> one of the most underrated, when you talk about the great ones, because you never won a title, but with a great, one of the greatest heels of all time is Ted, the million-dollar man, D.B. Ha, ha, Everyone's got a problem. Everyone is. <laughs> I
1: thought you were going with Leaping Lenny Poffo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he Macho Man's, Man's man. brother? Yeah, Macho Man's brother.
0: Leaping Lenny Poffo. That
1: came out and read his poetry.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the Ted D.B. is was the great people, <sighs> by the way. But he had his own belt. He didn't need anyone else's belt. He had the million-dollar belt. That's all, he, that's all that mattered. <laughs> And
1: Uh, and that's why he brought in Steve Austin. That was his guy that he brought in to. And it's so funny how guys have these names that that sticks with them. Like the only reason he was brought in is because he was he was brought in by the million dollar man. And that's why they called him Steve
0: Austin, Um,
1: which I hope Jeff. No, he was stunning Steve Austin.
0: He He was stunning Steve Austin. But before that. But what
1: really? but, but I mean that that was one thing and then the, the whole like tr- like Triple H his whole persona when he first came in.
0: Yeah Hunter Hurst Helmsley. he was very yep. like, prim and he was probably, very yes.
1: elegant and he had to do the bow after each match and, That's, before, and yeah
0: before he was terror terrorizing mm-hmm. <laughs> in wcw it was really bad yeah. gimmick. oh my god terrorizing. Okay, isaac,
3: isaac puts five dollars in the tip jar and says i kid you not in my unit thank you for your service by the way uh we used to actually do the stunner to each other all the way through every day gotten a lot of trouble but it was
0: worth it <laughs> <laughs> okay isaac you gotta tell yes! me yes yeah. how bad does that hurt <laughs> if you're oh, actually hurt. stunning um... someone.
1: That not so bad. I'll be honest with you. I was, I was in college and it was, it was my, it was a summer job. I actually worked as a student painter, not like painting portraits. Meaning we went into, we we painted schools is actually what we did. And it was, it was a friend of mine that it was his girlfriend's house. We would go and watch all these pay-per-views, but his dad was our boss and his dad was telling us about, and he wasn't a very big guy, but he was really tough. He'd done tough man competitions. And he told us a story about how he got in a fight in a bar one time. He says and this guy was huge. I didn't know what else what else to do, so he hit him. He said, "Don't ever do this," because he ended up losing a bunch of money in a lawsuit because of it. Was that he actually did a DDT to a guy oh. um, in a fight? And he's like, "Don't ever do that to someone because you will mess them up."
0: Jake the Snake—that was his finisher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, let me let me ask you this. We could pull this back around to the Steelers. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. Yeah, we can. Let's okay, do it. Go. Is This trivia about when Ben and the offensive line came in. Nope. nope. Okay. In the 1990s, the Steelers had a player and a a, a player that his cousin was a WWE champion.
3: Oh, that was on the, the, the I know I know mm-hmm. this guy. I know his last name because I read this we had Michael Beck from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com wrote the top seven, three, four defensive ends, and he was one of them. And he even wrote that his cousin was, and I know who his cousin was, but I'm not going to say it in case Dave wants to guess. I can know his last name. I can't remember his first name. Dave, you remember?
1: No, go go for it, Jeff.
3: His, well, his last name's Henry, because mm-hmm. Mark Henry Mark was Mark his Henry. cousin. Yeah. No, what, was his first, what was his first name?
0: Keevan. It was Keevan. everyone thought it was Kevin, yes. but it was Kevin Henry. I was remember Kevin Henry. And yeah. I believe but, came, mm-hmm. came out around ninety I I think came in around ninety six or ninety seven.
1: And and how did what was Mark Henry's
0: path to the to WWF? Strongman competition. weightlifting. Strongman. strongman competition, yeah. So uh, I just er- I, I'm go ahead, ahead Ryan. Earlier West brought up uh Wes brought up IRS, Erwin mm-hmm. R. Yeah. His son is actually champion now, um, Bray Wyatt or The Fiend. So mm-hmm. he's actually the, uh, the world heavyweight champion and he's going with the most amazing gimmick right now because he's uh, probably one of the best gimmicks they've had in years and this guy's completely reinvented himself. I don't watch anymore. So it's tough. I don't for need me yet. Oh, I still do. That's good Which here. is no surprise to anybody.
3: I don't know if I'm going to regret what I just did, but I just put out there in the live chat. Does anyone have any crazy questions for us? Because I figure we've never asked for questions. We always ask yeah, our own questions. that's here. awesome. So if there's something that you want to know within the realm of, you know, let's, come on, let's keep it. Uh, well, then
1: I'll, I'll ask you. Go ahead, ahead with your question. Go no, ahead no, no. This, but this is something, not what I had planned. This is okay. to go with the wrestling stuff. Did you have wrestling dolls? And who did you have?
4: Anatomy of an ad.
3: Because I have the original... What, what kind of dolls? Are you talking about the action figures? The original
1: action figures. Like, I, I still, still have some old school original.
3: I still have Hulk Hogan's. Two Hulk Hogan ones that actually have the belt. I, mean, I, they might have I lost it. my belt. They're not Sorry. in mint condition because like the, the knees are worn off. But I bet those are actually worth something. My son in his bed right now has my wrestling buddy. It's a Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy that I kept... <laughs> that's awesome All well, these yep, years, yeah
1: I know, what you you know mean. the stuff
3: like the stuffed one, that had the arms and the legs and stuff so I had a Hulk Hogan he, I still have that so I didn't have any other ones though really my cousins had the ultimate warrior my cousins used to have remember the finger ones that you could put your fingers in the back and make their legs and you had the ring that smaller ring that you could actually wrestle each other with like finger oh. puppets on yeah
1: I'm almost leaving right I have thumb wrestlers I have um a Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho Man Savage, NWO Thumb Wrestlers, where you put them on your thumb and they got the arms and you're you're supposed to wrestle with them. Yeah, okay, there you go. But I have the old school. You guys should, if you remember from about a year ago when I was in the other room, one of them was on the shelf before. Not only have a Hulk Hogan, I've got Andre the Giant. I've got Jimmy Superflash. And my my brother, my son has all these up in his room right now. I've got George the Animal Steel. I've got King Kong Bundy. And wow. I've got Nikolai Volkov.
0: Awesome. You know, I know, I knew Nikolai Volkov before he passed away.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and I think you said that before. An
0: amazing guy. He, absolutely amazing guy. What a character.
3: Here's a, yeah. here's a question for you to look up, Dave. Um, I don't think any of us know the answer off the top of our heads. Doc asks, I got an interesting question. If Tomlin one day gets into the Hall of Fame or the Steelers, the first team ever with three head coaches in a row making it. That would be an interesting stat there. Ooh. So that is so. Would they
0: Test who? Who put that out there? Doc Apollo. What a great
1: name. Okay.
2: that is oh. a
0: great. That is a great name and a great question. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Don't
1: have the answer for it right
3: now? No, 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 no. We'll look it up. Ezra says, "What's your favorite movie of all time?" Mine is Goodfellas. This is like uh, this is very difficult the, to me. You have to yeah. kind of categorize. Break it, it and,
1: into genre and stuff. Yeah.
3: Like well, since he said Goodfellas, is
0: Goodfellas the best uh, gangster movie that you've ever seen? Aside from The Godfather's, I mean, I put The Godfather's in a different category actually, because um, you're you're not touching the God the Godfather, but Goodfellas is my favorite over Casino and stuff like that. Uh the, cor-
3: the, the corn, the the f- scene in the cornfield at the casino always gets me though. That's a crazy <laughs> one, Dave. What about you?
1: I'm, I'm not would Scarface honestly. count
3: would Scarface count yeah,
1: I would, I would yeah. say it, it would yeah. count but I'm, I'm honestly I'm not really into those kind of movies to, to to judge them I'm like I don't know that I've seen any of those movies all of them in their entirety at one time mm-hmm. so Goodfellas is my
3: favorite it's it's by far the best this is a question for me that was <laughs> <Wes had laughs> crazy question oh, Which, brought up a good one which guy on your show would you want to wrestle, Jeff, and what kind of match? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, I, you know what? Give me Lance Williams. We'll do. We'll go tag team. Lance and Jeff versus Brian and Dave, and a tag team no holds barred. I want the old school skirt on the ring, so we're going underneath the skirt and getting out the. Remember they used to have the chairs underneath the ring and all that stuff. DLC. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. I don't want a ring. I don't want a cage or anything like that. Just no holds barred, having fun. I
1: would take that because I know Brian would would Brian would play dirty. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Yes, (laughs) Brian (laughs) would play dirty. I would be so play dirty. I would so take that. And um guys, I'm huge, man. Jeff, I I just have to lay on you. You wouldn't be able to move. You'd have to catch me. We're in a ring. I mean on what now but this is a
3: wrestling match this is not real life fighting we're not actually fighting this is like a wrestling match so like Andre professional Di- wrestling Andre the Giant did not lay on everyone no so th- therefore but
1: King not- Kong <laughs> sure what are you talking about
3: Brian's the guy that would have the uh you know he'd have all the stuff in his tights you know oh. he, he's that guy that he's bringing out the dust and throwing it in people's faces and he has the he has the uh the brass knuckles in his tights he's <laughs>
0: It was either Ric Flair or Ken Patera that once said, "Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat." Um, if I'm wrestling.
3: I'm cheating. Tony's Tony's the is he the official or the ref or whatever they call themselves.
0: Tony's a manager. Tony is a he's Tony a would manager. Be, okay. Oh yeah, he would be a manager. He's that's a he loves old school wrestling. He loves okay. that. Stuff. Oh, so bad, wear the BJ mini pants. They're technically like wrestling oh. tights. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all it, this is a question for Brian Anthony Davis right here. Your worst 2 a.m. experience. I don't know if we want to get into all that in this episode. Maybe in another one. He's going to start talking about the yeti, and then it's going to go all sorts of different ways. So I don't know. Let's see if we have anything else here. <laughs> I, I, I was so called the new Rikishi. Rikishi.
1: I'll take that.
0: <laughs> the new Rikishi.
3: I could see. I could see Brian and a Mankind get up. Well, uh, earlier I, said that guy's F-
0: one of my favorites. I, I got oh, Mankind. Oh, Mick well, how Gullet. do you not? Yeah, love but Mick went into the different personas, he lost me a little bit. Dude, love. Yeah, I, I met him and a couple years ago when he came to our town, and he's just great. Let's <laughs> coordinate <to> B A D <laughs> versus Dave Schofield. With
3: Get <laughs> yeah. Brian dressed up Gold Dust one show, <laughs> and this is true too. From I am Girth, he said, "I would never fight Lance. He killed Tupac." If you haven't heard Lance's Tupac story, you have to go back and listen. It was like two weeks ago on the the standard is the standard. He at the very end of the show, he talks. He has a he has a Tupac story. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so Vodka drink red. he says, "I think." You, that we should coordinate Brian and versus Dave with me as the referee. I I would love to be the ref. Let me be the ref. I'm, you know, sliding all around the ring, getting distracted over here by someone while Brian takes out the brass knuckles and punches Dave out of That would be fun. That'd be fun. All right, let's hear it. All right, so they're kind of calming me down. Why do you think Jeff picked him as a tag team partner? <laughs> That's right. You want to talk about playing dirty, Lance is packing heat. We'll put it that way. All right. Um, <laughs> Dave, why don't you go ahead and uh, ask oh, the no, question?
1: No, no. No, no, we're no, not no. doing this. Easy. We'll save that. We'll save it for another time. It's <laughs> it it does not fit with the with the flow of this show one bit. So we'll save it for another time.
2: Oh, <laughs> Look <man>. at Lance, <laughs> there's Lance,
1: man. <laughs> he <They killed> Tupac.
3: <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> I didn't. Well, oh, yeah, I that's okay. that's okay. Here's a good question for us Did Rocky yeah. 3 make Hulk Hogan as far as mainstream
0: popularity is concerned? Yeah. Absolutely. Thunderlips. Because they went and he was still wrestling in Minnesota in the really? AWA. I didn't know. And that. Vince went and grabbed him. Yeah, yeah. that definitely.
3: So, he, so Vince grabbed him after the movie. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. Know I
0: think he, he was there beforehand a little bit, and then he's floating around. That that's when they had the territory wrestling, and then Vince went and that was the one that Vince said we're going to make this guy champ. Now went and grabbed him and gave him a big contract to start. And who did he beat? Have... The first time he won a championship? Oh, in the championship. Cheek. Yeah, he beat
1: the Iron Cheek.
3: Gosh, when the, you think about I that have... compared to the attitude era, that's a horrible match. I mean, oh yes. <laughs> Think about the finishers back then. I mean, a lot of guys were talking about the finishers, you know. Um Hulk Hogan was the big boot and drop in the leg. Like that's it. Like yeah. that was his finisher. Or, I'm sorry, the body slam, obviously. And then if when what do you think was it? I think it was uh Jimmy Superfly Snooker that kind of ratcheted everything up. Yeah. Top yeah. rope, belly. Yeah, that was that kind of ratcheted everything up. But even even like I mean, Stone Colt's the stunner was awesome. But
0: even like the people's elbow, I mean that was funny. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was awful. <laughs> the rock bottom was okay, but the people's elbow, nah. I don't want to get super kicked by uh by Shawn Michaels or uh Dolph. Dad, sweet super chin king. music. The sweet yeah, sweet chin the music. Sweet that's, that's some rough stuff. <laughs> when he, I, I remember
3: they, they would say he's tuning up the band. He's tuning. He's over there stomping on the, <laughs> the ground. Next day he stands up, and bang. Awesome. The cross crossface chicken wing vodka drinker brings up that. That's a good one. Ah, good times. Good times. And Ali's is the Iron Sheik is a great Twitter
0: follow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've got a buddy that was paid to follow him back in the uh, wrestling independent circuit. He told me Sheik stories that you would not believe. They'd melt your hair. Are these are these like 2 a.m. stories? Yeah. I mean, there's no B.A.D. stories
3: that can
0: ever <laughs> top this. We have yet to tell the Yeti story. Any so story's story mild, but I, I can, I could oh my gosh, I can tell you the greedy Gretchen story. Oh, I, I can go, hey, that's for another time.
3: Yeah. It's been a good one. This has been a good show. Good show. So, all right, guys, anything to add before we call it? They're not the you best color man me. in the world. <laughs> you took me out memory <laughs>
0: lane, guys. And, but, and I loved it.
3: All right, guys. Hey, If you're watching live, thank you very much. We appreciate all the participation in the live chat on such a crazy show. And remember, this will not be published until about 1 p.m. or noon on Friday. So check it out then. The Steelers Preview will be published tonight. Check it out. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Steelers Preview. Take it easy, everyone.
4: Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.